Hi folks, Matt Harmsworth here. Welcome to the Ask the R podcast. Today, we're going to have a rant. A rant, I hear you say. This is this is just what you want to listen to a podcast to in the car, isn't it? Is an aboricultural consultant moaning. Um, but I am, I'm going to have a moan. I'm going to have a moan today. So, an aboricultural clerk of works or an ACAL what is it? Well, I've just told you. It's an aboricultural clerk of works. And what that essentially means is it comes right at the very end of the development process uh, with when, when trees are affected. So the way these things go is um, there's essentially three stages to a tree report. You've got your initial tree survey, which is the asset register of the trees on site. So that's where a surveyor will come to site, collect the data, categorise and assess those trees, come up with aboricultural data tables and also something called a tree constraints plan. Within that, into as we roll into stage two, is something called an aboricultural impact assessment where the trees are cross-referenced with the development proposals and that allows us to look where there's any conflict, both below ground, so think tree roots, and also above ground, so the branch work, the crown shape of the trees, things like shading, leaf drop, uh, and all that kind of good stuff. Now, um, stages one and two are often enough to support a planning application on all but the most um, simplistic sites. We'll need that. So that will go into your local planning authority, and uh, that will all be good to go. Now, the next stage is something called an aboricultural method statement and a tree protection plan. And on slightly more complicated sites and sites where you are going to be impacting the trees in some way or another or there are tree removals required, you would be expected to provide a tree protection plan and an aboricultural method statement up front. And basically, at simplistic terms, this is where we talk about how the trees that are going to be retained will be protected through the development phase. Now, in an ideal world, you would want up some tree protection fencing around that tree the builders would not go and the civil contractors would not go anywhere near that tree and uh, it would sail through the construction phase the fencing would get removed at the end of the job the tree would be happy the local authority tree officer will be happy and we are good to go where it starts to get slightly more complicated is if we have got to operate within the root protection area of that tree so it's not always feasible to put fencing up Uh, around the tree sometimes you have to put a ploy box around the stem of that tree to protect it against impact damage and there'll be ground protection boarding to protect the tree's roots from uh, compaction and erosion uh, within the rpa and all of those kind of good things will require a degree of technical input and supervision on site Uh, What I mean by that is essentially within your aboricultural method statement, it will say that right at the beginning of um, the project starting on site, you will need to appoint a aboricultural clerk of works. Now, that doesn't have to be the ARB consultant that produced the report. You just need to um, appoint one to handhold you through the development phase and That's normally um, put on as a planning condition that has to be discharged before any work start on site. So before you're allowed to start work on site, you need to have an on-site meeting with your um, aboricultural clerk of work, sometimes the local authority tree officer, the construction site manager, any 
um, contractors that are going onto site first, so the civils, drainage contractors, etc. A meeting would be had where they would be back briefed on your arboricultural method statement and tree protection plan. That then means that the trees are adequately protected from day one. Now, this is where the rant comes in. What often happens is there's an awful lot of backwards and forwarding with the local authority tree officer and your design team to get that arboricultural method statement and tree protection plan approved. Now, I was looking at LinkedIn today and I can see there's a lot of my industry peers and colleagues out there that are experiencing exactly the same thing, whereby either the method statement and tree protection plan isn't getting followed on site or even worse and actually truth be told when the rubber hits the road what normally happens is that the decision notice comes back nobody tells the ARB consultant nobody thinks about that particular planning condition work start on site before you know it trees have been damaged Um, that's a crying shame when we're all trying to protect green infrastructure but it's even more a shame for you as the customer if those trees are protected by tree preservation orders or located within a conservation area because you're looking at fairly sizable fines. So we've had two instances this week where um, in one instance we went out to site as a routine visit and found that um, excavation had had taken place within a route protection area for car parking and completely trashed the trees, which are actually off-site and don't don't, don't belong to our customer. So that's even worse. Um, And on the second site, we were told that the tree protection fencing was in place, that uh, we're all good to go. We were going to go there and inspect it. We went there. We found that the tree protection fencing was not on the right line and that there'd been deep excavation and incursion within the root protection area of a couple of uh, protected trees, which meant that those trees are almost certainly going to die and the client's almost certainly going to get a uh, very large fine from the local planning authority. So today... I would have you consider the possibility that if you need a tree protection plan and a boricultural method statement, it is not a box-ticking exercise. Those documents need to be living, breathing, working documents that sit in that site manager's cabin that he fully understands and fully understands what the um, implications are of not following through on those protection measures. So that's it for today. Rant over. And I will see you on the next one.